what do Dip Cup, Uncle Terry, Cody, and Traylon have in common? Garrett Fuller has helped turn all of these characters into household names. Now with the support and stuff, I feel like the town is like, go! Yeah. You know, I get recognized when we're filming, and so it's like, that's so great to have like the town welcome us. When it comes to viral stardom in Metro Detroit, Wayne County life is tops. This is a Sunday Conversation. I'm Zach Clark. In December, Annie Scaramazzino and I did a Daily J episode about Carhartt and how the century-old Detroit company has evolved. As part of our reporting, we talked to Garrett Fuller, half of the viral Wayne County Life duo. A big part of Garrett's character, Dip Cup, is his Carhartt jacket. Our conversation, though, ended up ranging far beyond work jackets. We were able to learn what makes Wayne County Life tick and why they are so strongly connected to their audience. I mean, how do you how do you come up with the props or the gags, whether it's all black Dodge Ram, the Caesar haircut, the car jacket, the high vis, Matt Stafford? How do you come up with that part of the story? So what I'm kind of always trying to do with like, I guess you would call them props. I call them just like elements that are true to the character. And that's what I'm kind of always trying to do is I'm always just trying to think of the mindset of that character and what I'm seeing on people who look like that character. So the Carhartt jacket came up with me seeing people in guys, usually just like in gas stations early in the morning when I'm going to work, and those guys would always be, and I'm talking 6 a.m., they'd be holding a one liter of Mountain Dew and like a taquito, (laughs) and that would be breakfast for 7 a.m. I'm really just trying to stay in the present moment, trying to take everything in all the time, and I'm noticing what people are wearing all the time. And that was always one of the big ones is Carhartt jackets. So those were coming in. And then, like, the Caesar haircut is just if you're always thinking about the type of character that Cody is, those guys would always comb their hair straight down. I even know a couple adult men who just never let it go, but they just don't know what else to do. So they're always just I'm always just trying to stay in the moment, noticing those little things that make the character kind of dressed up to its fullest. You guys only have, you know, a handful of characters. I don't know if you've consciously made this decision, but instead of doing more characters, it seems like you've built upon just like the ones that you have more and more. Does that make sense? Yeah. So was that a decision you made? Because you guys could probably continue to come up with ideas for different characters, but you've kept it relatively small, but sort of made them really robust and well-rounded. Was that something you thought to do or is that just kind of like how it played out? Yeah. So like, um, I love that question. No one's got to ask me. That's a good one. Um, Yeah. So like what we've done is like, I thought about like doing an array of characters, which I thought maybe I could do. But then when I'm thinking about making up new characters all the time, maybe I come across a great character, and that's fun to do. But when you find a great character, you can dive so deep into that more and more and more. So I'd rather just explore the ones I'm really loving to do rather than just jumping to a new one all the time. And also it builds like a relationship with the audience. You know, I always have people coming to me talking about how this character is my favorite and blah, 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 blah. And it reminds me of my brother. It reminds me of my uncle or something like that. So diving deeper into the characters that I'm having the most fun playing, that's kind of been like where we've aimed everything at. That's such a good question. I mean, because I didn't think about it that way, but like I know so much about all of those characters, right? I mean, like if we're talking about Uncle Terry. I know about the cars he likes. I know the football he likes. I know how he feels about women. I know where he eats. I know where he buries his money. Absolutely. And if you think about him, if you make characters a fully fledged person and that's your goal, 
Well, we're all such complicated beings. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on about things. And sometimes we like things, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we contradict ourselves. So that's always my favorite thing, too, is that Uncle Terry's like, I know everything there is to know, but he doesn't know how to go to the bank. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I love I love that type of thing. So, um, yeah, diving deeper into them all the time makes them more fully fledged. And when you have a fully fledged character like that, you can go anywhere forever. To tie it a little bit back to Carhartt, for those who haven't watched, High Viz season is basically the summer months. Yes. And Carhartt season, Carhartt jacket season, is basically the winter months. So, like, when did you decide to start incorporating that in? Was that relatively new? Yeah, it was on a whim. I don't know. Like, um, I always thought of Dip Cup as a character that would wear a Carhartt. When we had him go in and everything was kind of blowing up and stuff, he was only seen in a high vis. But when I'm out and I'm doing the videos and stuff, I'm freezing out there. I'm always outside. You know, I like to do the videos outside. It's just a way for me to get more energy, and I just like the visuals of it. So I'm outside and stuff, and I'm like, man, I need a coat for real. And so I start taking it in, noticing what coats those guys are wearing, and it's always that brown canvas Carhartt. So... Yeah, I just kind of took it in organically and then was like, okay, I'm just going to I'm gonna try and do one about this. And Dip would just think about how you can tell it makes you feel cool having those jackets on. It makes you feel like you're at work, but maybe you're not. And uh, so he would be one that's always just like, hey, we should just like start wearing them because we're cold. Let's do it. So uh, why he thinks it would be his responsibility to tell everybody that, I don't know. But, I mean, that's his responsibility all the time. He's always telling people stuff. Yeah. Right? I'm just visualizing Dip Cup doesn't really, to me, know that he's on the internet. To me, he's sending this video to a bunch of his buddies to just let them know his thoughts. And his brother, Duncan, is now taking them and putting them on the internet. <laughs> and he's not hes not really even looking on there. All he does is look up pictures of Stafford. He doesn't use the internet for much more than that. So, like, it, to me, it's just, like, not really aware that's happening. So he's just sending this out to his buddies being like, okay, if you're at the job site, throw on the Carhartt. That's so funny because the one, like, kind of through line that we've accidentally come upon here is that Carhartt has done such a good job of somehow simultaneously being about the actual function of the brand and the fashion of the brand. Because for the longest time, it was just made for workers and people who worked outside or things like that and then it started to become like trendy and what you said literally mirrors that which is that you're using it for the brand itself because it's recognizable but also because you were cold so it's like it's the same it's just repeating what we kind of were learning yesterday about it yeah it got me on its function at first i was like this is the warmest coat of all time and it really is so like yeah it's total but then the the fashion part i wasn't aware with carhartt i guess i just knew Every work guy wears them. So I got one and stuff. And then when I made the video, I'm noticing all these other people who, you know, TikTok's a way for people to use our sound and stuff like that. And I'm noticing all these people who I'm thinking everyone's going to look like you, Zach, like a big beard <laughs> and stuff like that, like a burly dip cup looking dude. Yeah. But then I'm seeing like women like you and, and they're like, you know, they're in Carhartt stuff using the sound of like Carhartts are on. They also use it when they have their babies are in their Carhartt, and they'll just use, like, the Carhartts are on stuff. And I'm like, that's adorable. So, yeah, it's become, like, a standard of, like, winter gear. It's, like, Carhartt's part of getting cute for winter now as well. 
which is amazing. Yeah, no, that's true. How often does that sound get used? I, I, you know, I didn't think about that because I do. Every once in a while, I'll stumble across. Not every once in a while, it happens more often than that. I'll stumble across a video and be like, oh, 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 I know what this is. I know what this is. Yeah. Uh, so how often does that one get used? Uh, it's it, that one's kind of blows up like usually right when it turns cold, and then we'll make a new one or something like that. Dip Cup will feel the need to tell everyone <laughs> that it's time, and then uh, they'll they'll just wrap that run around all the time on a loop. And people dress up their dogs because Carhartt makes this like poncho for their dog to walk with i've seen that one a lot it is so great so all those are just like cute i mean i we love them all the time it brings me joy all day long so yeah it's used all the time do you remember what trending sound was used of your guys first oh man because that's such a cool thing that must have been so awesome the first time that you realized people were using your sounds on yeah TikTok. um i think the one that is used the most is probably the caesar cut one where he says, like, driving around in an Escort, listening to music that scares her. Like, <laughs> that one is the one, which I never saw coming. I don't know why that one was was hitting so hard. I love it, too, but I didn't see that. It's such a random, deep, weird sentence. I don't know. Isn't that wild, though, with social media? Like, we try so hard to be strategic about it, but at the end of the day, sometimes things just hit, and you can't always say why. I feel like we're out in the ocean on boats going Try this now with yeah. the sales. I don't know. Totally. And you get to know your audience, which is really the most important thing. Sure. But you still never know. There'll be times when I'm like, oh, the audience is going to love this. And they're just kind of like, whatever yeah. on it. And uh-huh. then I'll throw something up and just think like, well, this is at least some what? video content for the day. And <laughs> it blows up. <laughs> it and I'm like, up. what a world? What was it that flooded? Was it 94? Uh, Yeah. And it, it wasn't was like, summer. it wasn't biblical. It flooded, but three million views. <laughs> just a reporter standing out there going, well, they can't see the road. The water's over the top of it. Yep. And people are like, well, so what? how do you account for that? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I kind of can't. We, like, rolled yeah. the, we rolled the dice. So me and Mike kind of like think sometimes we know that's I'm batting like my average is the worst. Like we'll always I'll put a bunch in like, you know, and like, OK, let's try these. You know, I'll have a couple ideas and, you know, they'll be like ready to go. And I'm like, OK, out of these five, this one is the one. And he's like, OK, and he'll pick one. We're never right. <laughs> never, ever right. And the one that I'm like. That would have ranked that one fifth. Boom. That's the one. Yeah. Or almost didn't even post it. And you're like, thank God we posted. Right. Which is why I'm just like with social media. I just like kind of think it's about just let it all out. I don't know. I I don't really try and filter it anymore. I'm like, if it's funny to me, I'm letting it go. So if it goes, it goes. And sometimes I don't know. You guys probably get this. Sometimes like one will come out and or you'll post something. Not much. And then like a month later. Mm -hmm. What's that? We get talking into that, and it's like oh yeah, I can talk about nonstop. That it's I the know. shares too. It's just like when it gets sometimes when it comes up on a certain account or a certain page shares it, then all of a sudden it gets new life, and you're like, why am I getting notifications on this thing from three months ago? I love that you bring up shares. Okay, so when you're looking at a post, what in your head are you gauging the success on? Is it likes? Is it views? Or is it shares? Shares. Like, me too. Yeah. Okay. So some people come to me and they're like, "How many views did that get?" I'm like, "Who gives a crap about views? It got eleven thousand shares. That's all." But people don't care about that part. But that's really what to me matters. Yeah, I mean, when, when we have when we have podcasts that pop, I'll look at the podcast numbers and then I'll go back and think to myself, "All right, five hundred shares, maybe a thousand shares," and I'll look sure. Sh- that's it. We have some that have all kinds of likes, and I'm like, hell yeah. And then I look, nothing. Well, because likes are passive and shares are active. Yes. Yeah. You're actively participating in the post. If you're liking it, you're just uh, scrolling past. Yep. So yep. like, I feel like the engagement is sort of gauged on whether someone's like, <laughs> in a perfect world, they like, they share, and they comment on it. But that's, you know. 
I'm sure you guys get that more than us, though, because I feel like your content's really interactive. And it's in newsy stories, people will get tagged sometimes. In stories that Zach and I do that are a little bit more like lifestyle, people get tagged a lot more. Yeah. Like, this is you, or we went there, or we should check this out. Yes. And I'm sure that happens to you guys all the time. Sure. Like, this character is you, man, or whatever the case may be. Oh, yeah. Be. That's all day. Yeah. And, and I, it's shocking how many people they are like flattered by the comment of someone like this guy's just like you he thinks boats are crazy or whatever and the guy's like hell yeah he just like responds with like that is me i i don't like boat launches or whatever cool dude well that was what was so funny to me when we did the story with you guys the first time you posted that video when we were sitting in the back seat and the amount of people that were like hell yeah i listen to 952 i'm like you do great all of you people like you're all younger people what is this yeah i was shocked yeah i know i because remember we went with like uncle terry would be the guy who listens to it in our head but then yeah you never know who's who's out there just poking around the radio station i don't know so we always think about that too it's like i try not to put the characters in a category of like who would like this thing and this thing it's like well they'd all have an opinion on everything it's just where is it going to come out of me organically and funnier with each character? I don't know. Yeah, that's so interesting that you have these like multiple platforms and all your characters. Because if you just think of a good idea, like the Carhartt jacket, Carhartt, you know, jackets on, you can just go like, okay, who among like I want to do this Carhartt thing? Like, totally. Who, who is it going to land? And totally. you can kind of just pick and choose. So no matter what good idea you have, you could probably pick exactly. Uncle Terry or Dip Cup or somebody to be able to like sure. embody that thing. Yeah, there's there's been ideas over the years where like someone you know like my sons give me ideas and my wife will, you know someone. Will say something and i'll be like oh that's good Mm, who would say that which one would like that you know like and then it's like well that one well he would like it too you know we don't know so we were always trying to be like who would be the spartan fan because i'm like a michigan guy and Mm. so like maybe Traylon the golfer would be the most sparty guy you know he would dominate east lansing or whatever (laughs) no you know what though that's bizarre because i went to michigan state and the first time you introduced that character i was like i know this guy from msu yeah it's i swear to god in the business college that's the guy yes uh mike who runs wayne county life with me he's he went to michigan state and he has a better gauge of that like crew and that group of and when i was like wonder which one would be spartan he looked at me crazy like of course Traylon. what do you mean and i'm like oh all right and he's like what? That, he's like the perfect one for that. And I'm like, oh, all right. 100%. Yeah, that's great. But when you do play off, was it Margaritaville when you guys were in Florida? Yeah. And it was like Uncle Terry's favorite spot, but he was inside. Yes. And Dip Cup was outside talking about how wild it was on the inside. Yeah, all right? the boomers like... are getting loose in there, dude. Because <laughs> yeah. we went in there and like I was with my wife's family and they're like super supportive of everything. So we're in there and they're just like, what are you going to do? I was like, I just... I got to step out here real quick. I had the hat on and stuff, and I'm like, you know what? This is one of those times. And they were like, go out. So they're all eating lunch in there when I'm doing that video real quick. I'm like, order me this. I'll be right back. So Because there was when I walked in, there was old people in there before they even get into the park just getting nuts at like 11 a.m. Because you could tell, like, this is it, baby. We made it to Florida. I'm like, okay. So we walked in, we all kind of chuckled at how wild it felt at 11 a.m. for lunch. (laughs) How do you succeed because of the support that you get? I mean, Kyle and I talked about that Lions episode that we did. You were like, oh, I'd love to, but Mike's getting married and we're going to get hella content. And you did. I mean, like, it wasn't just Mike. It was his wife had to be in on it, too. Sure, sure. What's that like? The support is like everything. I don't know. I think me and Mike at first were... 
everyone was cool with it, but they were like, Mike and Garrett go out and make videos that no one's seeing. <laughs> okay, you know, and so we were like, I don't know, I don't know. They were funny to us, you know, and like my cousin. So like, yeah, we were just kind of growing it and growing it. And I don't know, now to have everybody just kind of like on board, always supporting. And that's kind of been the success to me is like, I now know like it, it was going to take a lot more than just me to do it and Mike. Then it just starts to be like everybody supporting us all the time. It's amazing to have that. And people like in our family, in our close circle, the ones who have like given me an idea that sparks something or something, they've all been like real good. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm around some funny people here. So it's nice to have everybody around. Yeah, the one thing Zach and I say a lot, this is like our refrain constantly in, in episodes that we do that are a little more like arts and culture or like community based is that Metro Detroit, Wayne County, or just like the region in general, we have this sort of like collective knowledge of our region that and I've only ever lived here. Like I'm from Detroit. I was born and raised here. I've lived here my whole life, besides when I went to East Lansing for four years. So I could only speak to this region, and I've said that a million times. Mm-hmm. But, but I think, I really do think that we have tapped into something locally here that I'm not sure can be replicated in other places. And I don't know if it's because it's like a small enough area that we have this sort of like collective. You can see it on airplanes. Get on an airplane. If it's going to Detroit or coming from Detroit, everybody on that goddamn plane, Lion stuff, Michigan oh, yeah. stuff, you can tell where the plane is going. Or anytime we do anything that's like, like when we did the giant tire episode, people oh. were like, the giant tire. Like people go that's nuts a, over this stuff. I absolutely love that. I think you hit it just right on the head right there of like Detroit and Metro Detroit is like this perfect size still to where like. The town will take care of you and let you do, like, creative, fun stuff. But it's also a big enough known city to where you can go out to everywhere and everyone knows what Detroit is. So, yeah, it's like this perfect combination of, like, having a small town, big city type feel. Me and Mike always say now, like, when I walk around and do videos, at first I was, like, nervous. And, like, people are going to stop me or think I'm crazy because I'm yelling and stuff. <laughs> but now with the support and stuff, I feel like the town is like, go! Yeah. You know, I get recognized yeah. when we're filming. And so it's like, that's so great to have, like, the town welcome us and kind of just be like, do your thing, man. Do your thing. So, I don't know. I've never had, like, a kickback and stuff like that. So I know I, I film in Garden City all the time. That's where yeah. Zach and I, that's where my hometown is. And so they've never been, like, knock it off. They've never said keep going, but they're, I don't care. Uh, it's kind of just nice to have everybody out there supporting us all the time. And you can see it now, too, when you guys do things like opening day or you went to the Wings game or you went to the Pistons game. Like, there's a collective. Like, when you walk through, people are like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's you. It's unbelievable. Yeah, we just went to the Pistons game, and I got recognized a bunch. And it's mind-blowing every single time. I'm just like, how is this happening? I can't even believe it. So, yeah, to have everybody kind of, like, recognizing it and – just the creative part of me is thinking like, man, if I'm out at the sporting events and stuff as the characters, boy, am I really weaving that reality of the character in there. Like, imagine you're at a Tigers game and, and you're like a fan of the videos and Uncle Terry walks by you. Like, the guy saw me at Autorama in full Uncle Terry gear and he was like, oh my God. And I was like, boy, are you seeing Terry in hog heaven right now, bud? Like, He's probably so happy. It was like Bella the Ball. It was hilarious. It was like seeing Santa Claus for him. It was great, man. Like getting to weave through like real time stuff is like the funnest thing to do. Well, and that's the main difference, you know, because I, I know you talked a bit in the original interview that you did with Kyle and Zach about sort of like making your own SNL. 
But you would never see Stefan at a real New York club. <laughs> right. You know, like New York's too on... big. <laughs> yeah. So we can actually do that here in Detroit, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, we, we should take Cody to a club. <laughs> that oh would my be God. great. Oh my God. There could be so many good ones you could think of to do, yes. too. With Traylon, I always say that he's the character that uh, I have a small part of me that was obsessed with Windsor. I went to, I yes. parted oh, in yeah. Canada all oh, the me time. Me too, all Hell the time. Hell yeah, shout out Windsor. <laughs> Hang out on Ouellette Street. Let's yeah, go. and so we just did a video where like there's a small clip in it where Mike's just filming across the, the river, and he goes, look, and Traylon's like, don't tempt me. I'll jump in the car right now. <laughs> like He still wants one more night in Canada. Same. I know, right? I'm like, let's go. But, I mean, you talk about character development. It's gotten to the point where, like, you can take each character to a certain place, and it makes perfect sense, but you can take them more than one place. I mean, that that's crazy. I mean, you talk about going to opening day or going to Autorama or, like, you and I met up at the Dream Cruise, right? Or you're talking about even just standing on the riverfront. Like, that is development. Absolutely, yeah. And it's a, it's a great way for the, for the videos, just the, kind of the way we developed it, and this was organically. Now we see that, like, I can really get the word out on things. I wanted to do one where I show you where to buy Carhartt, and Dip's like, everyone's asking me where Carhartt is. Let me show you. And he just walks you into an Ace Hardware. And you just like, right here, right in the front. You just ask her. Usually be an older woman at the cashier. Because every time I go in, it's right there, right? And yeah. I just think it's great that you buy Carhartt at a hardware store. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, uh, so like, I thought, what a way to just like literally for a product to be like, here's where you buy it. He yeah. literally is going to show you in an organic, funny way. This is where you walk in and buy it, dude. So, have you thought about have you ever flipped characters around where they become more disoriented? Because you know one of the reasons we're doing the story about Carhartt is they have a boutique in Midtown now. It's like a specific <laughs> thing. And so I would imagine if Dip was walking around and he saw that, he would be like, "Why is this?" I did not know that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... just open. It's right by Third Man. Man, oh man, because we just went down. As I just did a video as Traylon down at Campus Marshes, and the whole thing is just him going. Detroit's cute. <laughs> it's so cute down here right now. And because I just go, wow, so much garland. You know, it's just everywhere down there. It looks beautiful, you know, but like everyone's just like, it's so cute, babe. And so I didn't know that was there. Yeah. I would have been like, Carhartt's cute now? <laughs> yeah. Like, but maybe I'll go down there as dip and be like, what's this doing here? Or go in and like also ask for like a garden hose or something like that. <laughs> I'm sure you buy Carhartt, so I've got to be able to get Drano here too, right? Can I get some keys made here? <laughs> yes. but that is sort of the thing. Carhartt is cute now. Which is, like, that is true. That's actually like the whole point of I mean, what we found out. We, Andy and I talked yesterday for about 20 minutes with this really well-known Detroit fashion critic. And like when I Googled Carhartt fashion, French Vogue. That's amazing. I, yeah, first thing that popped up, and it was from like a month ago. It's just like growing too. Like they're just going to continue to grow this brand. But the fact that just like as it is, and it's like basic wear with the with like beanies and jackets and like the bibs and stuff. Like it's already being used that way, like trendy wise. Yeah. For, I think it started probably with hipsters. I would yeah. imagine, and kind of grew from there. But I feel like it's just the beginning of what you're going to see from like Carhartt fashion wise oh, for sure. Forward. It's amazing, too, because they get to come into this, like, they, like, bob in and out of our lives a little bit, judging on the season to me. It's like, yeah. we're not talking about Carhartt much, like, in the summer, but they're going to get there with something. And then fall hits, and it's like, they, it's like we always say they own the cold. Like, they're just like, it's our time, baby. It's not fall. It's Carhartt. Yeah. Like, and it's the truth. Like, the beanie is such a standard staple of fashion now. I love it. Yeah, I mean, and they tie them in with all kinds of stuff. I have a... Hunter Orange Detroit Red Wings Carhartt 
giveaway beanie. It's all kinds <laughs> yeah. of stuff oh, yeah. like the, that. The collaboration, yeah. the, like the dual branding yeah. is huge yeah. with them for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's Red Wings on the front, car on the back, or flip it around, and it's car on the front, Red Wings on the back. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, one of the funny things that we always love in the videos is that Dip thinks that you have to earn your Carhartt yeah. jacket. So in order to get what like he always goes, you can't just buy them. And like Duncan's always like, yes, you can. <laughs> and he's like, no, you have to earn it. Someone has to give it to you for a big job you did right. It's like a know? helmet sticker. Exactly. You have to like do a lot of work to get one, and someone has to give it to you. So I always wanted to do a collaboration where there's like a special patch in it or something that just says like, you earned it. You earned it. <laughs> dip cups, you know, like a dip cup, like limited on edition. On yeah, like a Letterman jacket. Exactly. Almost. Like a specially earned Carhartt jacket. <laughs> Can't buy these. Do you guys think about, because I know we've talked about this before, I think these come up organically, but, like, do you ever try to angle things for, because, look, I mean, we're all trying to eat. Do you ever angle things towards deals? Because, I mean, like, to me, if I'm Ram, if I'm Carhartt, like, I'm calling you yesterday because of, of who your audience is and how wide it is. And I wonder how you guys think about that. I know nobody wants to talk about money, but how you guys think about that element of it. Yeah, no, I'm not directly aiming it towards specific brands but if there is something that i organically love in my life mm. and it happens to be like a brand like i love ford i'm a, i grew up a ford kid so all black dodge ram is kind of the one everyone knows but I, we had a big one about ford raptors dip loves he thinks the ford raptors and all black dodge rams fight on the roads <laughs> you know he's just like yeah dude they just they just compete out there at red lights against each other so like the raptor was always like one i saw and I'm not trying to get Ford's attention or anything. I'm just like, he would love that. So I, I, But I don't shy away from doing brand stuff, even if they're not paying me. I don't care. As long as it's like organic and funny to me, if it's in there, it's in there. So you know? You're not the guy putting the sticker on top of the logo so nobody sees it when you're doing the video. Exactly, <laughs> right. I, you know, I would be happy to work out with brands about that stuff if it's organic to the characters. But, yeah, I'm just making what I think is funny. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I got to ask. I mentioned shortly before we when we were walking in, but like you got to tell us about the the Dak Shepard. That's what I, yeah, that was the other thing I was. Yeah, say. and I were talking a lot about that. Well, because that's so that's so cool. Yeah. Like talk about like manifesting something actually. You know, like this started with the seed of mentioning him in videos. Right. And then... He's wearing the DPD shirt when you walk in. Yeah. Yes, dude. Um, yeah, to meet the king and queen of Michigan, like, right? Kristen and Dax, it was awesome. Like, so I made a video about Dak Shepard. And the joke was that my wife was, we love his podcast. I, I've been a big fan of it from the get-go. I love podcasts, and I like Dak Shepard's. And my wife kept bringing up Dak Shepard all the time. like, you know, And I'm like, yeah, I want to get to the gutters. And she was like, yeah, Dak Shepard does a lot around his house, he said on the podcast. And like, she doesn't even know she's doing it, but it was like three or four times. And I'm like... Why is she so perfect and not me? You know, <laughs> Dip's like a jealous like dog or something. Like, give me attention. So he, uh, so when I thought of that, I was like, oh, that's funny. You know, like stop being so perfect, Dax. And I don't, I just like that he doesn't know who that is. He just like he just thinks he's a fiance. He's talking about this awesome guy she met named Dax Shepard. <laughs> he also that sounds like such a cool name, you know. So like, and so we made this video about it, and he happened to have seen it. And reached out and was like, hey, that was funny and stuff like that. And so we were like, that's amazing that you would see it. We were going out to L.A. for the Lions game. And we just happened to reach out and we're like, would you have any time to just like meet for a quick video? Because the great thing is, is I can do them pretty quick. I've seen it. Yeah, exactly. You've been there for it. Yeah. So like, I don't need much of your time. What can you do? And he was like, so cool about it. He's like, come on over. So I got to just come on over to the old compound and see the house, see where they do the podcast. And I'm like a fan of the podcast. So I'm like, we're in the studio. <laughs> so 
to meet them was so great. I mean, yeah, they were so down to earth. The best thing was is like they let us into their home, which was so gracious. And then they instantly were just a family. You know, they the kids were running around. And so it truly it made me feel so Michigan because the first thing we all brought up is what towns we're from <laughs> and what's the, like the slang word we make fun of it for. So like I was like Dax had mentioned once that his mom had had a house in Garden City where I'm from. And I was like, I remember you bringing up Garden City on the podcast. And he goes, oh, yeah, but we didn't call it Garden City. And I was like, don't say it. You want to say garbage, don't you? You want to. And, he, and so we were all making jokes about it. It was great. But, yeah, they were so Michigan and so awesome and so cool of us to have us out there and just like and just to meet them and for him to help. He doesn't have to do that. So for him to do that was just awesome. So awesome. The king and queen of Michigan. I really like that. They yes. really are. I told them that. I was like, you are. You're the king and queen. We all bring it up. I'm just sorry. When you guys are gone, we all talk about you guys. <laughs> when you're not in the room, we're talking about you. Yeah. When well, you guys get on the plane and go back, we're like, everybody. okay. They're gone. They're like the king and queen of Michigan, right? <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned, you know, you're talking about your wife's dad. Kristen Bell's dad used to be in charge of the newsroom. He hired my boss. Get out of here. Yeah. That's hilarious. For a long, for a time, long time, too. Yeah, for a long time. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know how long he's been gone from the job, but I mean a while. But... Yeah, because Rob's been here for a while. But I, I remember her, I listened to one of her episodes of Mark Maron's podcast that was like older. Yes. And she meant, she was like, oh, I grew up in Metro Detroit and my dad used to work at WWJ. And, he's, and I was like, what? Yeah. That's then, crazy. I wish I would have known that. Yeah, and then I asked Rob and he's like, oh yeah, he hired me. Pretty good Rob That's... impression. <laughs> No, if we ever get to talk to them or we ever get to talk to her, I mean, I feel like just the name recognition of the station alone would probably be pretty yeah. cool. Because we're I still would've... here. We're still hanging in. Oh, that's amazing. See, that's what I mean. That's a Michigan thing right there. We're all still like plugged in. You could, yeah. We all have something to talk about with everybody who's from here. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't matter how far you go. It's hilarious. Yeah. I love that part of it. Yeah. yeah. No, it speaks to the exact same thing we were talking about with this sort of like collective community that we have. And yeah. that's the reason why your characters hit so well for people. It's the reason why episodes like The Giant Tire do so well. It's, yeah. it's just this sort of like shared yeah um feeling that we have as a community which yeah is cool. it's i always try and bring up like it's the shared feeling it's like we literally call it social media like we're being social let's share and be social with each other so i'm always trying to think of that it's like that's what it's for to share and like so if you're thinking about content that's everyone's seeing all the time like the tire and stuff that's like such a perfect iconic thing it's like and the car hard jacket and stuff it's like yeah, we're seeing these things all the time, but we're not thinking it. We're not saying it out loud, but we're seeing all these things all the time. So I'm always trying to stay present in those moments, and hopefully an idea strikes me, and then I'm like, okay, let me write that down. We're all thinking that right now. Yeah, for sure. And then the minute someone does say it, you go like, oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, that familiarity, totally. for sure. Totally, yes. We did that uh, episode about the Gibraltar guy. Mm -hmm. And like I was there, and I showed the guy my arm, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And again, it's not something anybody would think about until they see it, until somebody brings it up, right? right? And it's just like that thing that we all can relate to. We have these like focal points of our community that everybody somehow can relate to in one way or the other, whether it's you or somebody you know or a family member, whatever it is. And that to me is it's interesting. Yeah, we have these like little iconic things, like the Gibraltar guy and stuff. Your tattoo is the coolest Thank tattoo. You. I tell people about it. <laughs> I my old boss, uh, he used to work at Gibraltar Trade Center the downriver one yeah. and he he was the dude he was he was like i was like a 17 year old kid selling rugs to people i was like <laughs> you worked in the rugs 
Gibraltar. They let children back there. That's amazing. That was like the scariest part of Gibraltar. <laughs> oh he my was god, like, yeah. He was like, dude, I used to help people back there trying to remodel their kitchens. I'm 16 years old. <laughs> I went I'm to like, high school the next day. Bro, Gibraltar was raw, <laughs> dude. Best. I was straight up in there like bartering with sports cards with grown men and I'm like 10 years old. Yeah. Like, this Kobe's not worth three bucks. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> like, oh yeah, man. N64 games all day. Oh yeah. All day. I, I, I brought, that was like one of the first places when my twins were born like they were like three four years old and i was like okay trying to get a core memory maybe the first one we gots to go to gibraltar i took him around walked around saw the wooden motorcycle in there that's just why is that there but (laughs) this man in an eye patch with a parrot on his shoulder and he was wearing a leather jacket with just nothing but weed leaves all over it (laughs) he was like singing to them and they just got like such a good Gibraltar moment. Yeah, and thank God, because it's not there anymore. Yes, so. me and my mom were. We took them that day. Like it was like a trip with Grandma. We were laughing so hard because. And my mom's holding the, uh, the paper plate of spaghetti or uh, the paper plate of macaroni and cheese <laughs> from the food court. Yeah, gotta Dr- do it. They'd sell hot dogs, which was normal, and then just a paper plate <laughs> of macaroni and cheese. It's controlled chaos. Yeah. Don't ask why. Thanks, just- Gibraltar. This is this will work out for good for everybody. <laughs> This flimsy-ass plate of mac and cheese. In the rug center. Yeah. The, don't spill it on the rug. <laughs> yes. And they weren't top-tier paper plates, let me tell you. Oh, they were styrofoam. The, no, terrible ones. <laughs> God, I missed your belter trade. So do I. There's nothing like that place. Like, think about, like, how do you explain that and why we'd want to go there as children mm-hmm. still? I just love it. No, it felt like a fever dream. It still feels <laughs> like a fever dream. Yes. I liked it because you could go in there and literally be like, Anything could be in this building right now. Yes. yes. You don't know. You know, like, so, yeah, I used to love going to every booth and just being like, okay, sell car speakers. <laughs> Lots of those. Couple like, what neon do you got? signs, bootleg DVDs, <laughs> lizards. It's like, what? A t-shirt that says princess on yeah. it. Yeah. And he'll do tattoos? Yeah. What? <laughs> like Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Female body inspector FBI shirts? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a kid oh, growing up who his family, all he would ever tell us, he's like, no, my family for a job sells stuff at Gibraltar. And I was like, what does that mean? They're probably you know? making bank. Too. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I was always like, but what? Because I want to visit and what see. What is it? Any, yeah. Anything. Show us the products. Leather belts. You know, it's kind of yes. like, like Facebook Marketplace, but like in, one in brick and mortar. But imagine you get to walk through it as children. That's what we used to do. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. And then just a section of classic cars that don't run. I remember just, why is this car museum Get it in here. Yeah. Why? God bless. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. R.I.P. Now you can buy weed there, at least in the one in Macomb County. You could probably buy weed there What's, before. Does the Macomb <laughs> County one look no, like the old one? Like, does it look it, same vibe? No, I mean, they. it's completely empty, and it was bought by Pleasantries, which is a rather large dispensary chain. Oh. And so they own the whole thing, and they have a storefront dispensary which is only a small part of the building but then they use it for processing they have a thc drink i've been back there i've seen it that they make in there but for the most part it's just empty all right so i'm having the idea that like you start up gibraltar again right organically let that thing get to its full form again right (laughs) let that onion bloom yes and then the dispensary still owns it so what you do is you get stoned on theirs and then you get to walk through gibraltar stone i love it can you imagine it's the like stuff you end up with? Yeah. It's like you have to be in this room for 30 minutes, and then you can walk through Gibraltar. Dude. But not until then. <laughs> There's a holding facility. Yeah, you got to get high for 30 minutes, and then you can go. Then the man with the parrot and the eye patch starts singing to you, and you don't know if that's real. It's like oh, Willy God. Wonka.
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can go in the cars now and just sit in them while you're stoned. It's like, what's happening? That mac here? and cheese just like takes right. on a whole new meaning. Right? Don't you want to be stoned and buy like an old Polly Pocket and like a Ninja Turtle? Yes. Like, I want to buy old toys when I'm stoned. Yes, let absolutely. Me. Yeah, I want to yeah. do. I want to do kid stuff when I'm an adult. That's L- it. Let them have that flea market open back up and be like, here, you can buy weed here, but you can also just walk through here. Yeah. Other things too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you have? It's not, a, it's not a bad idea. It's not. That building's so big, they could at oh least like dedicate part of it to right. that. Right, half of it could <laughs> be that. It's huge. Right. I don't think they use a third of it. They couldn't. They How could they? It's gigantic. Yeah. It's got to be. It's overwhelmingly yeah. big. Yeah. Can I bring up one other thing yeah, about Carhartt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so of one course. of the things when I was making that video and I made it, one of the things, because we, we did a little work with them and stuff, made a few videos for them, I'm sad to say this and kind of ashamed, I did not know they were a Detroit brand. We get that a lot. I was going to okay. ask you that. Good. I was going to ask you that. I'm glad I said something because that was a shocking thing when they were like, we're right down here. And I'm like, I've lived here my whole life and I feel like I'm pretty plugged in as a Michigander. They are not synonymous with Detroit. And uh, to me, they need to be. That's one of the themes of this episode is how they expanded beyond this place. And in doing so, they didn't lose their identity, but so many brands in the city are so connected to what Detroit is. And I would argue that Carhartt's the most connected to what Detroit is. It's blue collar at its finest. But at the same time, we don't really think about it. We think more about Shinola, which makes really expensive watches. It's crazy. You're right. Because it's like, you know, we think of like building cars here in the factories, but they're wearing Carhartt jackets while they build those cars. Those factories can be cold sometimes. You know, they're wearing that work gear that Carhartt supplies on their bodies, but we only really talk about like yeah like you said like ford and all these other ones that are synonymous with detroit it's crazy to me that carhartt isn't but they do seem bigger like more widely known and they're one of the oldest i mean the company's actually been around for i think 135 years yeah and it's been family owned the whole time i mean its consistency is crazy and again that's so unusual for detroit not that it exists but that it doesn't have that like that ethos and again it's not that it doesn't it's just for some reason it's not we don't make the connection between the two it has the ethos, but we don't put them together. Sure. Yeah, the few times that we've, like, done content with them and stuff and kind of, like, collaborated with them, they were very, like, they gave us, like, the rundown on the history, and they were really proud of, like, it. And that seems to be what they pull from a lot with their people working for them and stuff like that is their history, which, yeah, they do have, like, a long, like, solid foundation. But it's just crazy to me that that Detroit and Carhartt isn't synonymous in our heads together. It's weird. Yeah. Today's big thanks goes out to Garrett Fuller and, of course, Annie Scaramazzino. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is A Sunday Conversation. Thanks for listening.